This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody, to the Holland Assets Podcast. I'm Craig, and with me, as always, is Chris. Right here in the flesh, in, in, in studio. Twice in a row. I don't know what to make of this, <laughs> but we'll deal with it. I, I got here, and I showed up this morning to Mr. Rogers. He's uh, He comes into the studio, and he changes his uh, shoes. shoes into yeah. slippers. He takes his, his one sweater off and puts the other one on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The sweater part is not true, but it is cold out here, okay? So you'll you'll excuse my slippers. Thank you very much. <laughs> they're, they're, they're pretty sweet slippers. I'm, They're festive. I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> so, okay, today, episode 31, we're talking about November financials, uh, but that's going to be probably a little bit later in the episode. We've got a few other things to go through kind of around uh, November financials. But of course, first of all, Chris, I got to ask you, how's the road these days? Um, things are going pretty well on the road. November was uh, overall a pretty good month. And as you mentioned, we'll kind of get into that. Um, uh, there, there were a couple kind of cool experiences in, in November and, and, you know, in the last few days as well. So first off, one thing that was really cool that I've never got to do before is I picked up a load of cookies and this is the second time I've been to this place and I, I posted this on social media. So if some of you follow on social media, you've kind of, you've already seen this, but, uh, picked up cookies at, uh, a local cookie manufacturer here. And the first time I did it, they have this place you can go in, you can get free samples and everything. And so my daughters came out and hang out, hung out with me in the truck, my two youngest daughters, and uh, got to go in and pick up cookies. And, and my my third girl, so the, the older of the two, these are her favorite cookies of all times. The first time I brought them back after picking up the load, she was just totally ecstatic. And so I decided to have them come out and uh, hung, hung out with me in the truck while I picked up the load and went in and got the cookies. And it was fun. It was fun nice. to kind of hang out with them. They, they love hanging out in the truck. So it was a, it was a good time. And because this is a podcast, everybody's expecting us to say, this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Fields <laughs> Cookies, right? <laughs> yeah, but no. <laughs> <laughs> what's the, what's the brand? Uh, Loft House. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Right. So they're, they're good. I, I, I think the first time I shipped them, it was clear back into like New York or somewhere. So they're all over the place and, and they're, they're really, their sugar cookies are really good sugar cookies. All right. Duly noted. I'll yeah. go check them out. Uh, so that must've been a really good time for your daughters. Good time for you to spend yeah. some time with them. Get to show sure. them a little bit about what I do and yeah. how I do it. And yeah, it was oh, that's great. And what else is going on out there? So, um, this is not so much in the trucking world, but the Vernon household had a, a pretty momentous occasion. Um, yesterday, my, my oldest daughter turned 15 over the weekend. Ooh. And in Utah, when they turn 15, they can get a learner's permit. Right. And so I got to go with her yesterday to uh, the local driver license division in Utah, um, get, you know, fill out the application and everything. And she took the, the learner permit test and passed the first try. So that's always a good <laughs> nice. thing. And then uh, she and I went out and I, drove on the streets for the very first time with a, a young 15 year old. So oh, I was a driver boy. trainer. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so that, that was kind of a, that was kind of a fun experience. You know, you get a little nervous, uh, somebody that's never driven before. We just kind of drove in the back on the back roads where not too much traffic, but, uh, she did a good job. I think yep, my dad took me to a parking lot for the first time and, and, uh, taught yeah. me how to drive a stick. We, we've actually done that the last couple yeah. of days too. So she, she was in the parking lot before she got the permit, got the permit yesterday. And, 
um, very nice in, on the public roads. So. And this is the uh, CDL version of a learner's per- permit, right? <laughs> so if, yeah. it's, if it's in the Vernon household. Yeah, we, we're starting to write out on, yeah, exactly. on the Kenworth. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. That's great. So today we are going to be talking about November financials. This is something, as you know, if you're a longtime listener, we do this every month and uh, we're going to continue to do so for for some reasons that I think we want to talk about. But before we do, I do want to remind everybody, hollandassetsllc.com is where you can go for show notes. And those show notes show notes are vital for episodes like this one where we're talking numbers. We have those numbers for you to review. And so I would encourage everybody to do that, hollandassetsllc.com and uh, click on the section for show notes and follow along when you have a chance, when you're not driving. When you're not driving, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> so, not while you're driving. So it, this is something that that not a lot of companies do, right? We were kind of talking about this a little bit before we turned on the mics. Not a lot of companies are going to share out their P and L for people to review, right? Yeah, I have always, you know, as, as an owner of businesses for for a long, long time, have always wanted to see other companies' profit and loss statements, kind of just because they're so educational. You can kind of there's a lot that you can read into those, especially as you get more and more experience with them. And, and it's just, most people aren't willing to share that kind of information with you. And so, you know, for, for a lot of people, and this is something I definitely kind of can't understand because I love numbers, but a lot of people out there <laughs> who don't necessarily love numbers as much, aren't as nerdy as I am and don't love it as much as I am, these profit and loss episodes might be a little bit dry or a little bit boring, but I cannot emphasize enough how important these particular episodes are because there is a lot of information in them that's that's important. You can compare, you know, if you're, already out on the road you can compare how you're doing to how i'm doing and and especially if you've been in business for very long you should see a lot better numbers than what my numbers are that first year as you're kind of establishing yourself is is a, is a hard year a and slower. so it's slower and and there's some challenges that new guys like even though i've been in business for a long time i'm still a brand new trucking company and i I go through those same challenges that other brand new trucking companies do. And so my revenue is not going to be as high. My expenses are probably a little bit higher as, as I kind of whittle those things down. So if you've been in business for a long time and you're not doing better than me, you probably really need to take a hard look, take a hard look at things yeah. and, and, you know, and, and not just necessarily overall, you know, in specific areas like your maintenance and your repairs and fuel expenses and things like that. Yeah. Well, let's talk about why we keep doing these episodes because you could just share your profit and loss statements uh, and put them out there for the world to see. But why do we keep talking about them? Why do we find it important to do? I mean, I've got my own ideas, but uh, I wanted to kick the question to you. Well, a, a lot of it, I think, is is to try to help people, um, one, increase their knowledge and, and two, hopefully change some behaviors as well. So, um, you know, I, I kind of like to think that, uh, you know, what to be successful in trucking, it, it's really 90% behavior and, and 10% knowledge. Now that knowledge needs to to drive that behavior, but really what um, impacts your bottom line are the things that you do and how, how you do them. And, you know, e- even though a lot of times guys know what they're supposed to do, they don't necessarily, that doesn't necessarily translate into the type of behaviors that really truly makes them successful. And so, you know, hopefully these PL things will will give guys opportunities to look at their numbers, better understand their numbers so that they can you know, ultimately be more successful. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you say, it's about the action and it's not necessarily just about the knowledge. I mean, that's what we're doing here. We're here for that 10% where we're giving you some knowledge, but 
my idea was that hopefully by just the sheer repetition of going over these numbers, understanding the things that come up every month, those unexpected expenses or the unexpected wins that come across your plate and what to do with those by constantly talking about those, by sharing that kind of the repetition, it feeds into that 90%. Yeah. Uh, you know, of action that you're talking about. Right. Right. And, and, you know, one of the things I think is really, as we're kind of going into this and, and, I, I think I, I really want to reiterate is, you know, as I've kind of followed comments that people post on the episode show notes or in some of our social media outlets, um, I, there's a lot of reoccurring themes. And one of those reoccurring themes is, well, first and foremost, you get a lot of guys that, you know, will post that are kind of the naysayers and you can't make it as an owner operator in this business. Things are too hard. And, and you get some of those, but you get a lot more of the guys that come on and say, you know, I've been able to do it and I've been successful at it. And, you know, they'll share some nuggets of wisdom. And one of the things that's just kind of a common re reoccurring theme with those guys that are successful, there's two of them that really kind of stick out in my mind. And the first one is really, they, they know their numbers and they talk about knowing your numbers and knowing what your costs are and are your costs in line and what your, you know, cost per mile is and does that match up with the rate per mile that you're getting and are you make can you can you make enough money with that so I, i'm not the only one that preaches this i mean it's if you hear people that are that are you know kind of considered the experts in the industry that knowing your numbers and understanding your numbers is critical the other thing that's that's also a really high you know reoccurring theme with these guys that are successful is really having a higher level of service. I think that kind of, they, they talk about how that differentiates them from, from other people. And you, you see that in your know, owner operators, they, you know, it's their business that's on the line. They take more care in what they do and they, they provide a higher level of customer service. And there's a lot of shippers out there that that's what they want. They want to know that you're going to be on time every time. They want to know that you're going to represent their product well when you deliver it to a receiver. And, and um, you know, typically a, a good owner operator is going to do that better than a company driver for one of the big guys that's somewhat disgruntled. Sure, sure. So do you feel like you have had some success in the last eight months or so in terms of uh, building your reputation is there is there anything you're actively doing to do that besides I, I, being a decent human being yeah absolutely i think you know especially with relationships with certain brokers you know they know that i've done a good job they know that i show up on time and so you know th they'll come back to me on loads that are important to them because they know it's going to be taken care of well you know one of my goals and, and this is going to be a, a a theme on one of the future episodes here in the next couple of months as we as we close out this year and, and start another year is is setting goals for the next year mm, and yeah. you know that's that's kind of one of my goals is kind of help start to transition that higher level of customer service from just brokers to establishing some of those direct direct relationships with shippers that we've talked about yeah i'll be really interested to hear kind of how what what concrete techniques you'll have to share as far as doing that that's going to be really interesting to me and that that's going to be an important theme i think is uh, as we go through this next year and, and as i've established that first year in business and and kind of catapult and uh you know try to do even better that's the second year yeah yeah absolutely okay chris should we dive into some november numbers then yeah let's do that well the the first thing i notice when i look at these numbers that you sent over is the days on the road okay so i'm used to a certain number of days on the road but this is lower than normal uh you've got 12 full days on the road and six partial 
but I am noticing that your total miles uh, are about the same as what I would have expected. So, okay, so tell me the story of November. What in the world happened? Um, I'm, I'm going to give a little bit of a teaser. So I ran really, really hard the beginning of November. Knowing um, that Thanksgiving was coming. Knowing or that something. Thanksgiving was coming because, you know, plan on taking hopefully a few days off for Thanksgiving and uh, the end of the month. So anyway, um, I ended up taking a little bit more time off over Thanksgiving than I was anticipating. And there's a reason for that that we will get into in a future episode. It's probably not going to be the next episode because I have something else planned. But uh, maybe the episode after that will go into the nitty gritty details of exactly what happened towards the end of November over over Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll go from there. Okay, all right. So you you say you ran really hard. That's how you got your total miles up over ten thousand. Yeah. Um, and so, what do you mean when you say you ran hard? What does that mean compared to a normal month? Well, so I a lot of the times I'll kind of try to spread things out where you know I'll, I'll work for a couple a week or week and a half, take a few days off, work for a week. Why well, I, I basically um, just work from the beginning of November until about the week of, of Thanksgiving, almost nonstop. There were a couple times, luckily, just because of the way the loads worked, that I was able to, to get home, turn around real quick, maybe do a 34-hour reset, and that was off all, and then get right back on the road. Like I, I pretty much had almost, other than 34-hour resets, which I was able to do at home for the most part, I didn't have um, any any real downtime that first, you know, 18, 20 days of, of November. And, and even some of the times that I did pass through Utah, it was for a, a little over a 10 hour rest break and was back on the road. Yeah. Yeah. So you use that time to see the family, take the girls to go get more cookies, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Great. All right. So your uh, total miles run, you said before that you want that over 10,000. Yeah. And you know, I, usually I'm seeing it between 10 and 12, right? Yeah. And this time it was actually only 9,777 miles. So it was um, just under that 10,000 mile mark. A little low because your deadheads were up over 500 miles. Yeah. Which that seems... Just barely. It's, is that high? No, that's that's still not that high. I mean, you, you, you typically don't... You, it gets high, high when you're getting into that 10% of your total miles range. Gotcha. And so, you know, just doing math off the top of my head, 500 miles, just under 10,000 total. It, it, you were talking about 5%, maybe yep. just a little higher than 5% of the total miles. So that's actually not too bad for deadhead. Yeah. Okay, great. And, and, and a big chunk of that deadhead was on a load that I did for one broker where I, um, essentially they contracted me on a load out of Salt Lake and then another load coming back. And so the, the, it was two loads for them and the deadhead in there was high, but they compensated me extra for that because it was, I was doing, you know, that kind of out and back for them. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So do we want to spoil the uh, total revenue yet? Or do you want to kind of lead into no, that? Let's, let, we, we can, we can spoil the total All right, revenue. Go for it, Chris. What'd you pull in? So it's $17,589 and three cents. So again, you know, we, we want to get between that 15, 15 is really kind of on the low end of 20,000 on the high end. And so we're kind of right in the middle of there, but the month overall was still pretty good because, you know, I was getting, especially that last week or two that I was running pretty dang good rates, um, you know, over the $2 a mile rates. And is that uh, because of the holiday? Because and... of the holidays. Yeah. No, November and December, typically really, really good months. Okay. All right. So if you are if you're the person who wants to take vacation, you know, hopefully you've worked hard enough through the year that you can do that. But if you're the kind of person who's willing to work through those holidays, 
could be a pretty good time to it get is. out there and, on the road. And most guys try to take advantage of that. Even if they do come home over Thanksgiving, it's like they're, they're home Thanksgiving day yeah. and then try to get right back out on the road home, you know, and then running really, really hard up till at least Christmas. And, and usually that week after Christmas, a lot of the times isn't too bad either. Things mm-hmm. start to really taper off in January, February. And so you, you really want to run hard November, December so that you can kind of make up some of what's going to happen in January, February. Yeah. When Jan- Jan- November and December are typically the best months of the year and January and February are the worst months of the year. Yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, that that tracks with just life in general, right? January is a terrible month. It is, Sorry to yeah. all the people January birthdays. You have a terrible <laughs> month. Except for skiing. Okay, so your total revenue is seventeen five, and then your total miles run just over ten thousand. So your your rate per mile, uh, your your all in as you call it, rate per mile is one seventy four. Feeling good about that number? Yeah, it actually I, I miscalculated that. It's actually one eighty. So oh okay yeah, great. That, it it was it, that one eighty. You know that includes all the deadhead and everything. It's for for a brand new guy that that's that's pretty good you know for for some of the guys that have been around a lot longer and a, a little bit more established business some of those relationships with direct, direct relationships with shippers their numbers are going to be higher than that and and my goal obviously is to continue to, to get increase there. that and improve that but you know for where i'm at in my business a dollar 80 a mile i mean I, that's covering my expenses if you remember correctly my my expense per miles um a dollar 66 and so this is this uh definitely Four, is higher 14 than that. cents a 14 cents a mile of pure profit right exactly. there you go nice so any highlights from the profit and loss statement uh any other highlights that you want to dig into yeah everything's pretty typical other than this is the first month in a while i haven't had any repairs which is good oh, nice. so no no repair expense and and that that obviously helps the the bottom line quite a bit um we did we did have some maintenance but you know that's going to happen always and but nothing, nothing there was out of line. So overall, just you know, a pretty good all around, no surprises, good month. Yeah. So that's been the uh, that's been the kind of Achilles heel of previous months where something unexpected happens, the deer, the what was it that happened out in uh, Ogallala? <laughs> you broke down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when the, the we the, had to get towed and the, the best yeah, hooker the, in town. The, the, the deaf uh, had an issue with the deaf that's system. That's right. That's and, right. Yeah. Well, that's good. Okay, so the truck is running well. Now, that being said, the danger there is you get complacent. You're like, sweet, I had a good month, but this is the time to prepare for. Yeah. So that's you, know, you, you those, sock some of that money away. You put that into savings, and um, that that'll help cushion the months when you do have big repairs. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so any other highlights you want to go through? No, or uh, Okay, so we're good on the good. P&L. Yep. Net, net income was just over 2,000 bucks. So that's a, you know, a, a, a fairly little bit better than average month, yeah. right, right around average actually. And uh, Did you get to do all the saving you wanted to do then? Probably not quite as much. And, and part of that's because I, I didn't have as many days on the road. And that's you know kind of one of the things that's really, you, know, you, you kind of want to emphasize with this is you know once you've got essentially all your fixed costs covered yeah if i would have ran let's say i would have been able to run really hard and ran another week most of that extra money would have been just pure profit Mm -hmm. all the expenses are paid and and that's where you really find the profit of in in your business and and this is one of the mistakes that i see guys do in business is you know they'll have a good month like this they'll run the first you know, 20 days of the month and have a good month and have profit, have all the bills paid and be good to go. And they say, well, I'm just going to take the rest of the month off. Well, the problem with that is 
is that's where your real true profit, that's where, where your profits really skyrocket is in that last week of the month when you've got everything else paid for and you're just essentially the rest is butter the rest is butter and you want that butter you want that butter that's <laughs> that's the difference you know that's that behavior thing that's where you know I, I know i should be out there so that i've got money to save but you know i'm kind of tired this month and so i'm not going to do it and that's that's the difference yeah. that's that's really one of the big differences between the guys who are successful and the guys who aren't you know what we need to do chris what's that we need to open a merch store and sell t-shirts that say, that say, uh, go get that butter. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> it's that pushing, you know, that's with athletes, with everybody. It's the, the guys who are willing to make that hard extra push and that hard sacrifice to go get the butter. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's why I am, you know, I'm working at home and I'm not a professional athlete. <laughs> I'm mostly made of butter. So, uh, <laughs> okay, Chris, what else do we want to go over today? Uh, anything else that you wanted to say about your I, November numbers? I, I think that's probably about it. Okay, good. Well, I, I hope people find these valuable. It's, as we were saying kind of earlier in the episode, these uh, these numbers episodes, the financials each month, it may seem repetitious. Well, that's only because it is, and it's meant to be, and uh, that if you have the right mindset, you will find that valuable. I know that I have, just from an observational standpoint, um, and I, I can only imagine if I were actually doing what you're doing out on the road, I would find it infinitely more valuable to just see the inner workings of a company every month. So if it is valuable to you, if you enjoy what we're doing with these, please uh, make that known. Give us a, a good rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called these days. Uh, make sure you tell your buddies about this podcast share it out on social media, et cetera. We would really, really appreciate that. I think I can speak for both of us, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. And if, if anybody's got some stories or some success stories in their lives, we'd, we'd love to hear about it and be able to share it of guys, you know, those of you who, who have been out there, been around the block a little bit and have had success stories because you've known your numbers and and how that's helped you in your business. I, I'd, I'd love to hear it. So reach out to us on social media. You can always just email me at chris at hollandassetsllc.com and and let me know, and, and we could even chat on the phone. I, I I love to hear those kind of stories. Excellent. Well, yes. So hit us up on social media, Facebook, um, and are we on other social media, Chris? Twitter? Anything? Um, no, Facebook. Just Facebook yeah, right now. I'm not the best. I'm, I'm over 40, so I'm, I'm social media <laughs> what, inept. What's Twitter? <laughs> uh, so yeah, hit us up on Facebook. Go to hollandassetsllc.com and comment there uh, on those show notes, and we would love to hear from you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Can I leave with one thought? Oh, I've yeah. Got one, one final. Uh, this is a, a new segment that we're calling Final <laughs> Thoughts from Chris. I, yeah, that's not a bad idea. It's amazing what things you can just kind of on the wing come up with. <laughs> just to, to kind of reiterate, the importance of knowing your numbers. Um, again, it's a reoccurring theme that I hear from the guys that are successful. That's one of the things that they say have made them successful. And uh, you know, one thought that I've kind of been thinking as I've thought about knowing your numbers and the importance of it is I've seen guys out there who have been able to be successful that haven't, haven't done that, haven't known their numbers. It, it, it happens. You can make it, but it, a lot of the times it's, it's happenstance and it's chance you're kind of leaving it up to chance. It's it, You're rolling the dice. You may make it, but there's a, a much better chance that you w won't make it. But the one thing that I can guarantee everybody out there that if you don't know your numbers, you're not going to reach your full potential. So even if you do make it, you're not going to make it as well as you could have. And you know, you if you don't know your numbers, that oftentimes also is the difference between making it and not making it. So 
know your numbers because one way or another, you're going to be more successful and do better and make more money if you do know your numbers and you know how to use them. This has been Final Thoughts with Chris. <laughs> no, I think that's great. That's great. Was that your sexy podcast voice? That's, uh, I don't have one, uh, but thanks for asking. <laughs> you tried. Thanks you, for bringing that up. You sure tried. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's a good place to leave it. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and uh, we will see you on the next one. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Craig. like your shoes. Those are sweet. Oh, thanks. This is the best decision I've made in the last month. <laughs> if only this were a video podcast, people could see my Santa slippers. Okay. I feel like I'm good to go. You feel like you're good? I'm ready. All right.